Okay, here goes. Welcome back to the You Block Tea podcast with me, Don Birch. I'm absolutely delighted this week to be joined on the podcast by Kieran Kelly. Now, Kieran is one of the founders of Your Block with Tea. And I guess, Kieran, now, how would you describe yourself? Because job titles are a thing that we don't really go in for, but what would be your three words or what would be how you would introduce yourself to, to the listeners of the podcast? Dom, I think those three words would be butcher, nerd, and TEDx talker. Love that. Love that. So what brings you to your block with you, Kieran? Um, so I started life as a butcher. Um, I followed my father into the family business. Uh, I learned the practice, but uh, very quickly um, got a, a, an inkling for taking things further uh, and studied being a master butcher. So that's across all livestock sectors, bovine, equine, porcine, ovine. And a, a lot of the interesting things that got me done were how expansive cuts can be, how much variation there is across the livestock sector. And, and I went into the factories to look at how you could support export um, of Northern Ireland produce. I guess my inquisity pushed me further uh, into that sector. And then obviously BSC hit challenges were around sustaining services and, and the, the agri sector got really badly hit. So I decided to retrain and you can see the, the natural transition from a butcher into uh, technology, but focused heavily on um, application forensics and application performance. And over the years have, have expanded that. I've had a, a, a very varied career, but in and around security, national infrastructure, cyber. Uh, and from about 2010, uh, the whole cryptographic space for data at rest and data transit. And I've had the pleasure of traveling all over the world, Dom, looking after some of the largest companies and, and, and their information. And I just had that itch to utilize technology uh, across the uh, supply chain sector. So that that's what's brought me to Ublockity. And I guess Ublockity started out in life as a food provenance platform, which enables people to trace products back to wherever the most relevant start point is. But it's become more than that, hasn't it? What does that look like? It's a good question, Dom. I guess the provenance engine becomes the foundation of trust. What we found very quickly was through our work in the livestock sector and asset identification, um, we could utilise that same engine right across the supply chain to support frictionless trade. So taking food from a producer in Wales, for example, um, into Northern Ireland and sharing that single source of the truth with the relevant departments and the government agencies that need to see that. And, and typically, you know, before um, the, the B word or Brexit, um, there was no customs, there was no declarations, it was just free trade. As we know, things have changed. Uh, the UK has left the European Union and, and so we have to complete declarations multiple administrative documents that have to travel and transit with lorries and containers. And we found that the actual core engine uh, and our functionality, uh, as well as our methodology, can actually pre-clear goods at, at, at the earliest level. So supporting the trusted trader model, we can actually help transits, food and, and produce and components um, exit the UK into Northern Ireland and into EU. Uh, and, and likewise, um, from EU into GB and GB into EU. And that engine has, has started to grow 
uh, the services and the integration have started to expand. And again, it's all based on trust. And actually that trust economy that is talked about quite a lot and probably has been talked about for four or five, maybe even six years, it's becoming increasingly important, isn't it, for people in every sector, whether you're the consumer, the processor, the supermarket retailer, to know that the things that you're purchasing are the things that you intended to buy, that they haven't been manipulated or twisted or, you know, broken or whatever. And actually the technology that exists now is enabling, I guess, you to pull in lots of different feeds of reliable information, but put them somewhere that means they can't be tampered with, they can't be changed. The the genesis of the blockchain is that it can't be corrupted um, and it's distributed, but it remains a single source of the truth, Dom. Consumers want to know not only where their food comes from, but one that it is safe. Not only their food, but components. Can you imagine aircraft components or uh, components for an automobile that are registered on the chain? Um, Again, the the objective there is to support frictionless trade, to pre-clear goods, to support a a trusted trader, a, a good actor, and to remove that administration, but also to address... The fraudulent activity that's in the marketplace, uh, unfortunately, it's increasing year on year and recent um, PwC reports show uh, that meteoric increase. If I have to say, Dom, the the, the pandemic has helped us innovate more in, in 14 months than we have in the last 10 years. And people are now, and consumers are now becoming more focused on their their food, where it comes from, their components, their clothes, the sustainability, the environmental impact. And for traders to be able to communicate that story whilst supporting frictionless trade is transformational and can take so much cost and risk out of that supply chain. And it keeps on coming back into sharp focus, doesn't it? I mean, recently we were talking about opening up different countries based on having a passport that effectively shows you've had two doses of a vaccine. And then some concerns, well, where was the vaccine produced? What batch of vaccine did you have when you had the shot in your arm? And that information is now digitally held. And, you know, if you live in the UK, you might have that on your NHS app. With the use of the technology that now exists in the future at the touch of a button you would be able to go right back, wouldn't you, to the factory that it was produced in, the place that it was stored in, the pharmacy that it was held in, probably even the person who stuck it in your arm. Correct, Uh, Dom. That that chain of custody works across all aspects of the supply chain from food, components, uh, and as you've rightly said, medicines, and and, uh, for the like of uh, PPE. If you take a look at the fraudulent material that's in the market and some of the products that have been tested, that are not fit for purpose, that are currently in circulation. This, the, the trust economy is somewhere where we can unlock value, protect the consumer, and actually start to drive positive economic behaviours uh, from, from the very start of manufacturing or from the very start of life. Now, it must be hugely exciting for somebody that's come from farming background, then got yourself into this technology world of security and data, and then understanding how using things like blockchain, have real-life value, real-life purpose. What's your hopes for the future, Kieran? Because I guess you're looking sort of slightly over the horizon than the, the rest of us mere mortals. What are, the, what are the elements that are beginning to come together that are really going to revolutionise how we live, how we create products, 
how we become more sustainable as a planet? I think consumers are becoming more switched on, Dom. Um, they want to know more information, but they want the information to be correct. So it, it is consumer-driven. Um, we're starting to see the evolution of, of NFTs or non-fungible tokens. Um, for example, the art world uh, or memes, as they're called, uh, are registered cryptographically so that uh, the person that, that owns the source of that meme can, can generate revenue and protect that asset. Uh, again, it, it's about... It's about understanding the source. It's about protecting that source. And for us, it's being able to trade on trust to remove um, third parties, intermediaries that add complexity, uh, that erode or eradicate trust, um, that increase cost, and at the end of the day, impact the consumer, whether it be an increased price on product, um, whether it be a cost of sale, or whether it be economically barriers to trade. We believe that the Ubloquity platform and its partners and its services have a way to help redefine and reshape trade. And let's talk a little bit about the company because the company you've created is also interesting in the way that you've structured it, the way that you've founded it, and also the kind of talent that you've attracted to the organisation. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what are the values? What is it that makes you Blockity special, the things that make you proud? We're a people first organisation and we all share the same passion to showcase how, how we can use technology for good. Not technology for technology's sake, but technology for good. How we can use it as an enabler, uh, as a driver, uh, as an enhancement, but also to create better outcomes. Um, for example, uh, right down to the primary producer or farmer today, how we can unlock value for them uh, and actually help the, the local and the regional economy grow uh, from within that community. So our, our, our core values are people first, transparency and trust uh, across uh, our own service delivery, our own company ethos, our own management, our own team, uh, and across everything that we do. And in order to keep you on the right lines, you've also assembled a, a team of external advisors, haven't you, who, who I guess are there to challenge your thinking, you know, hold you to account, obviously, but also to connect the team at Ubloquity into their networks. And, and that, I guess, helps you innovate even faster, doesn't it? We, we call them our critical friends. Um, we, we should not and cannot mark our own homework. And as a governance model, they are experts from across, across industry, from uh, high-performance uh, global technology companies, academia, uh, policy, uh, information, system integrators, uh, and the compliance and conformance sector. And each one of them brings uh, a unique digital fingerprint to the service. And that helps us create that foundation on which we can share. It, it is a two-way street and information is biodirectional, but they are critical friends. Um, they challenge us at, at every turn and they're helping us to push the boundaries of, of what could be possible and what is possible uh, in today's society and with today's global challenges. And if there are people listening to this podcast who perhaps up until this point haven't really got their heads around how blockchain, how provenance platforms, how using integrated data in this way is going to change economies and change the way that people actually trade with one another, what would your advice be to somebody listening to the podcast who's genuinely interested but kind of struggling, I guess, to conceptualise what does this thing mean for me in, my, in the real world? 
It's an expansive question. I guess that for a consumer that whenever you're picking up a product or a brand that you have 100% assurance that that product is authentic, it's safe, it's genuine, it hasn't been tampered with or altered, it, ha- it has a value and all the way down that chain, the attributes from every actor that has touched that are ingrained in the fabric of the product that you're either purchasing or consuming or, or using. And for that level of transparency, there's a, a, a great shift. If we look at, at ride-sharing apps or those apps that provide uh, accommodation away from your home, you know, we were always told never to get into the car with, with strangers, but yet we took that trust leap uh, and we use ride-sharing apps. We consume accommodation services from a company that owns no property, but yet works on trust ratings. So I, I guess from a consumer's point of view, it's all built on trust. Kieran, it's been brilliant catching up. It's been really interesting. Obviously, this podcast is about we connect everything and being able to help people connect the dots here and work out, ah, I see where this thing's heading and where this is going. You must be really excited about the future. I am, uh, Dom. Some some challenges and 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 some fear, but a little a little fear is good. Um, I guess the future is what we make it, uh, and you know you can't ignore the changes that are coming, uh, and certainly the ones that are with us uh, have helped us innovate uh, very very quickly, and that's something we remain uh, humbled. Thanks for coming on to the Ublocktic podcast, Dom. Thanks for your time.